What's up? This your girl, Tangent Nick Nayoki. And today on the episode of, of This Is Us, Open Minded, the reality of it all. So today's episode is going to be on being a, spe- a special lady in America. Now, I'm choosing to do today's episode because one of my sisters is a very special lady. And some of the things that I feel like she goes through is very unnecessary. Um, I even had a friend who was one of my friends and not her friends. We had an incident one time where she told a guy, you know, her, her business. And I just felt like it wasn't her place to do so. And I feel like sometimes if you don't know something, then you should be educated on it or educate yourself on it. Um, I wouldn't say ignorant. Because everybody doesn't have the same common sense. But what I will say is, just take the time and actually listen to what we're about to say. Um, As you guys always know, I always do 21 questions. But today we're going to do 23. Um, I hope that this really answers some of your questions and some of your concerns. And kind of puts you in the mind frame of another woman. I know that every woman has insecurities. Every woman has things that, you know, we don't like about ourselves. But I feel like as women, we go through a lot and we go through enough. And just try to listen to each other. Like I always say, always be nice to the next woman. because Just because she's wearing a smile doesn't mean she's happy. But um, here we are. Turn everything up. And no, y'all, today I do not have the fan going. Because y'all know I love my fan, honey, because it keeps me like so relaxed. <laughs> But, uh, okay, I'm kind of getting a little bit close. So, question one. After question one, it just goes from the questions. We just say question one. Okay. Okay, so, <laughs> when did you first know that you wanted to be a special lady? It took place in 2011. I was more so, like, I felt different than what I normally have. Like, I've always been... I've always been a little different. <laughs> and a lot of people know. Have so, I chose to do anonymously today. So, this is KS. If you know KS, you know KS. If you don't, then it is what it is. But go ahead, sister. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, like, 2011 was, like, a very different and trying year for me. And, like, there was a lot of experiences that I was going through and a lot of different thoughts that I was going through. And it was just, like... I started seeing, like, stuff on YouTube. And I was like, hey, I relate to this person. Like, this is crazy. This you is know? my thing. Yeah, this is this is my niche or whatever. And so, it was just more so, like, I started doing more research on it. And I was like, this is totally like me. And I just remember I started from there. It was, like, the hair, the clothes. You know what I'm saying? Like... Everything drastically started changing. It was like, boom, boom, boom. This is me. Yeah, this is me. This is it. So, that's more so how that happened. Okay. What does it mean to be a special lady? A special lady is more so like being a trans woman. Or, you know, you could be a special man. A trans man. Mm -hmm. Trans women are male to female. And Mm -hmm. trans men are female to male. So... I was transitioning into female mm-hmm. and it just felt right to me. It was more so like, okay, um, I think and I, I 
everything that I think is like how my mom and my aunts, you know what I'm saying? I never had that male role model that really just stuck and just made mm -hmm. me feel like, okay, this is this, this is that. So, you know, a lot of people that are trans, you know, or of trans experience, mm -hmm. you know, to be trans, it's like you think, you feel, you breathe, you just everything in you, you know, I embody a woman. Mm -hmm. And even though I was physically born male, <laughs> yeah. I'm a woman, baby. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's really what it means. Okay. Do you feel like a lot of women judge you before they even get to know you? For sure. I feel like 90% um, of women do that. But then there's a handful of other women that don't. Mm -hmm. There's people, there. there's women that... When they see me, they see a woman. They know. It's when they don't know and then someone tells them and then they start to, oh, well, she's not a real woman, blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. I can't speak for all women because I've met some women that they're like, okay, mm -hmm. you told me that, but I still see a woman. So, yeah. you you a sister to me. But <laughs> a lot of, a lot of um, women, they will feel some type of way. They'll think it's competition when it's not competition. Like... Why can't I just be, you know, a regular woman just like you? You know, I'm different, but, you know, just but my my womanhood is not going to take nothing from your womanhood. Right. You got to be you and be confident in yourself. Like, that's it. That's all. <laughs> um, do you feel like a lot of women hate special women and why? I feel like a lot of them do. They feel like we're trying to take their men and I can't take something away from anybody. Like, you know, like it, it's, it's yours, it's yours, it's, it's yours. Yeah, like I can't I can't make break or any of that. Like, if a guy is curious about a woman like me or is like attracted to me, I can't help that. I'm just living my life. You know, just like many other girls like me. We're just living our life. But some people see that as, oh, I can't compete with that. But what are you competing with? Mm -hmm. Because you shouldn't be competing at all. Like, if that man is doing that, that's a whole different ball game, and that's a problem. Because mm -hmm. as him being your man, he shouldn't even be trying to look my way or to do any of that. You should be secure in yourself and your man. If your man is doing that, he's doing it with everybody. Right. But that's like a controversy that we have. Like, mm -hmm. um, isn't he, if he's a man and he's looking, you know, at you as a woman because you are a woman, isn't mm -hmm. he supposed to do that? Right. Like, That's because, what I'm a, because I'm a woman. Yeah. And you, you know, get what I'm saying? And it's like, you can't, you can't, I mean, if he sees a woman, mm -hmm. of course he's going to be attracted. Mm -hmm. Now, you do have them weirdos that <laughs> they looking at all kind of, sh you know, shit. And Ooh, I, can I cut some <laughs>
you know, because I have guys that aren't into me because they're like, you look too much like a woman. And I'm just like, well, isn't that what I'm supposed to be doing? Like, that's, I mean, I can't help how I look. And, you know. So they want I, a facade. Some of them want facade. Some of them want fantasies. They, they, you know, or they're into that. You know what I'm saying? I've even had guys come to me and be like, put your deep voice on uh, your I'm like, what deep I don't voice? Have one. <laughs> this is my voice. Like anybody that has known me even before I transitioned, mm-hmm. my voice has always been high. Only time you was gonna get a deep voice is when I first wake up and it's a little groggy because I ain't had I ain't brushed my teeth and ain't dry you know, but even then it's still not gonna be deep. I used to have to force my voice to be deep before That's I transitioned true. to like talk to women when I was dating women and you know, they would be like, stop doing it. You know, your voice is not deep. Like quit it. <laughs> I'm not going to play with you today. Oh, where is it? Okay. What are some of the issues that special ladies are, are fighting right now? Ooh, it's a lot. Because you what's the main issue? Main issues is um, I can't say that people are not being respected because a lot of trans women have came a long way. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that a lot of trans women are facing being like dying. Like mm-hmm. there's there's some especially black trans women. Let me put say that it out loud, there. Say it proud. Um, I'm black and I'm proud. Period. Um, black trans women go through a lot, a lot more than what other, you know, mm-hmm. nationalities of trans women, you know, white trans women, they're privileged, just like how white people are. Mm-hmm. A lot of black men praise them. And it's sad because it's like, we, you know, we're the ones that y'all seek after, but y'all will date openly these white women or these full Spanish blood women or anybody that's different because you feel like your community is mm-hmm. not they they won't know when it's them but if right. it's black you know us we know the black people <laughs> like who the fuck is that she looks really good blah blah blah, blah. <laughs> they're gonna go do their research and then they be right. like I knew something was different about her something was special like <laughs> didn't know something, something was weird and I had to figure it out and then it's like when, it, when it's a white woman or a Spanish woman you're not really gonna do your research because you like shit. I'm right. this bitch. She ain't in our community. We don't know. Right. We don't know her. She she's just some white bitch or some. You know what I'm saying? They're not gonna dip, double dive. Uh-uh. The They're not agent. gonna look for it. <laughs> They're not gonna care. They're gonna be like, mm, he with a white bitch. That's that's, that's all. That's, that's it. That's all. But um, we face a lot of being killed. But it's not because we trick anybody. It's never tricking or because they didn't know when we get. When you see these trans women murder, it's more so because they found out that somebody else has found out that you're fucking with this person. Mm-hmm. And when when they find out, it's like something psychological within their heads. They they don't know how to take it. They start feeling like, oh, one, once they say, oh, I'm a real nigga and I don't give a fuck what nobody say about me. Oh, but when... You know, little Tyrone or somebody else find out. Oh, nigga, so you know that's a whoopty woo woo. You know what they're gonna say. Yeah. They're gonna say that's a nigga or that's a man or oh, you fucking with that, uh, bro. I don't fuck with that. That's weird. Instead of being like, hey, you doing what you do. You know mm-hmm. what you do don't affect don't, me. don't affect me. I'm still if I fuck with pussy, I'm still gonna <laughs> fuck, fuck with pussy. pussy. But if you fuck with that, right. instead of them being a real ass man and a, a good friend, right. it's oh hell no, nah, fuck nigga, da da da. You know it's so negative, and I hate that. But 
I can't say the whole world is bad. It's a lot that's gotten way better over the years, but that's one of the main focus, like main things that we deal with is trans women dying and getting killed. Black trans women and you know, a lot of um a lot of trans women have to escort. They got to. It's like, yeah, there's so many different job opportunities now, but I can name how many jobs I done had and I didn't experience sexual, you know, mm-hmm. just, I, 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 you know, I, I'll talk about an experience real quick. I ain't going to take your time up. Too <laughs> you good. We got but time. I remember uh, even working somewhere like years ago when I first started transitioning, I was working at McDonald's. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm like no fast food job. <laughs> But you like Baby, the dishes. I showed up, but you gotta you gotta make it do what it do. So like I, I was working at McDonald's and it was so crazy because in order to get this job, my 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 grandmother was like, "Why are you dressing like a woman? Why are you doing this?" I said, "Because I feel like a woman. I'm a woman. Like you know." She was like, "Oh, I just can't understand why you was wearing this hair and wearing this makeup and this horrible." And I was just like, "Granny, I'm a woman. Like you know, I get where you you know. I know what I was physically born, but mm-hmm. I I know who I am, and it is what it is. Don't nobody right. have to accept it, but this is me, and and this is what you're gonna get." So she was like, "If you want that job, you need to go to that interview dressed like a man." Oh, when I say the dysphoria, I felt so weird. And I had already been like this for a while. Like, mm-hmm. so I remember I had like, you know, put my hair in a ponytail in the back mm-hmm. and I put on these fucking men clothes and I just was like, I feel so fucking weird. Mm-hmm. And like, uh, my granny was like, oh, look at you. You look so nice. I'm like, girl, I look like a butch dyke trying to go to work. <laughs> you know, even my mom was like, girl, it ain't for you. And I'm like, it sure ain't. But I went to learn interview and even the man that interviewed me, he said, you're not normally like this, are you? I said, what do you mean? He said, I can tell oh. this is not you. And I said, it's not. But my grandmother made me put this on for this <laughs> interview. He was like, I can tell. He said, you, you giving me a woman. Like, you're a woman. Mm-hmm. I was like, I am. But, you know, he was like, when you you already got the job. He was oh. like, when you come to work, come to work as you. So then we had to go to like an orientation thing. So when I came... It was like other people around and um, we were taught, they were asking us all these questions. So all these people were talking to me. They was like, why is your name E such and such, Mm -hmm. but you a girl? I said, because I, you know, this is, you know, I'm giving it to them. It was like, that is so brave. You're so cool. And I was Mm -hmm. like, eventually I'll get all that changed over. Mm -hmm. They was like, you rock. We've never met somebody like you. (laughs) You look really good. We didn't know. And I was like, yeah. Mm -hmm. And so, um. I get the job at McDonald's and I'm working there. And the manager that I was supposed to have wasn't there. We had like a different manager. Mm -hmm. Donkey Kong looking motherfucker. (laughs) And he was being such an asshole to me. And I was just like, why is he being so mean to me? Because he likes you. Yeah, and that's exactly what it was. So everybody was like leaving. So like all these other people was starting to come in for their shifts. This man came to me and was like... Yeah, when they leave, you going to suck my dick. And I said, what? He was like, yeah, you going to suck my dick. I don't give a fuck. 
I said, what you mean? He come if you want this job. I said, fuck McDonald's. <laughs> you can have this raggedy piece of shit. <laughs> and like, I left. You know, it was just like, no. Like, I'm tired of people trying to over-sexualize me. And I know your donkey kind of looking ass ain't trying to do that to me over this funky job. I'm cool. I quit. Okay, bitch. It's only like 625. Period. Were, it was 525. Back then. Right. Right. So it was just like, no, I'm not. I'm not fit to be you. You're not gonna hold this little punk ass job over me like this. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that that is like ooh, Chile. I don't know. I don't. <laughs> I think like some of the conversations had before this. Like, mm-hmm. why do you feel like they try to use y'all as experiences? Because they feel like okay. If I, you know, this is something that I'm not used to or, Mm -hmm. oh, this is something new. This is different. So let me try to, you know, let me try to go sneak and geek and do it. And then if I like it, I can keep going and Mm I'm going to keep going and getting, you know, trying to get them out. Like the Mm -hmm. Pokemon. Trying to catch them out. (laughs) I'm not a Pokemon. Right. And it's like, they'll they'll keep doing it because they have this fetish. And Mm -hmm. it's like, it just gets them hot and get them Mm -hmm. off. And, um, you know, it'll be more so like you're, you're thinking that they're taking interest in you, but the you start catching on it. I only heard from this motherfucker when he want to fuck me or suck mm-hmm. me or I'm doing something to him or, you know, whatever we've done sexually, you know, you're only hitting me up at certain hours or you're only hitting me up and you're only coming to me. When it's nighttime, mm-hmm. when you can sneak away from your little girlfriend or whoever, and we don't even know what's going on half the time. Mm-hmm. But um, it's more so like they ain't trying to let nobody know. So they use us, and then they go back and live their regular lives. Mm. Do you no, no? How do you go about telling someone? That you're a special lady and what's pussy sir? Okay, I'ma tell you. Let me let me school you uh ladies Period. and gentlemen on pussy stunt, because I done did it all around the world. I ain't even gonna lie. It's been instances where you done been around, so you know. Now ain't none of their business. Period. But nah, like, um, I remember years ago when I wasn't like so open, I wasn't comfortable with myself. Mm-hmm. And I would I would I would like be around these guys. Mm-hmm. And I would be like, oh, you know. And even I was looking crazy. Mm-hmm. I felt like, well, shit, I know they know something's going on, but they really didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to just wait until it got a little hot. And I'd be like, wait, um, I don't know. And then I would just let them see. And then these motherfuckers was not trying to kill me. If that's mm-hmm. the case, I would have been dead a long time ago. <laughs> like... <laughs> I'm 32, mm-hmm. you know, all this was going on in my 20s. In my 20s, I lived like a long, it, it felt like forever. But um, it was just like after 21, mm-hmm. I, was, I was out there. I'm, You know, these men was fucking with me. It was never, oh, bitch, I'm going to kill you. It was always, don't tell nobody. Ooh. And you know, me feeling like, oh, okay. He still like me. I'm mm-hmm. thinking maybe there's some type of, you know, eventually we'll be together mm-hmm. or we'll do something. No, these niggas used to try to fuck on me, suck on me, make me suck on them. You know, of course mm-hmm. I was doing it. <laughs> but it was like, I felt like eventually one of them would be like, okay, we've done this. But no, mm-hmm. <laughs> young me was really waiting for a relationship. Even if the guys did know 
it was always a game to be played. Mm. But um, I, I just didn't, you know, I never ran into any experiences where, you know, I would tell them and they would be mad. Now, fast forward a couple of years past then, mm. I was very open. My city, me being from Oklahoma City, a lot of people already knew who mm. I was. So, people was telling people like, oh, you know, she's really blah, blah, blah. That didn't do nothing but brought the niggas to me. I was about to say. It brought the niggas <laughs> to me. You and know what I'm saying? It's a lot of natural. Like I said, it's, well, from where we from, from where we've traveled, mm-hmm. it's not a lot of natural looking trans women that can go around with no makeup and no this and my hair's mm-hmm. not done. But you can because it's like, I don't know how to say that part. But it's just like, you're I so just naturally blessed. beautiful. I was, yeah, exactly. I was from kids we've always said that's a girl yeah even before <laughs> even before i transitioned people was like your home girl and i'll be like damn i had facial hair and shit like you know and i'm like damn you know like i i just remember so many people's brothers and sisters be like oh your home girl and they was like she's not that's uh you know and they'd be like i didn't see nothing they'd be like she has facial hair like you knew like you, can't see, like, you really like but I, then, I but then, if, if we go back, if we go back and look <laughs> the at the pictures, it's I had, there. I had this, I, I had this, <laughs> and like, like it was just crazy because so many people would always try to measure. And even when I used to shave the facial hair off, mm. you know, I felt like people already knew me, so mm. I just used to always think that, you know, I looked like, you know, I. I looked at like what I was before. Mm-hmm. And like I had people that used to be like, I thought she was a lesbian. And I thought she was a stud or a little dyke. I mean, not a stud, but a little dyke or whatever. That's what they said. I'm not saying that that's what they are, but that's what people used to say to yeah. me. But, um, <clears throat> you know, it was just, I, I went through that. But it was funny because once I transitioned, now everybody's little dig was. Oh, that's a man. I'm like, but before I transitioned, you were calling me a girl, a woman. (laughs) So what is this? But, um, I've, um, I'm not going to lie. I used to pussy stunt still sometimes to this day. I still pussy stunt, but that's not me. I just be minding my business. Let me, let me do me. I can't help if if a man come up to me and find me attractive. Now, these people in the world expect me to run around being like, I'm a trans, I'm a tranny, I'm this and that. <laughs> I'm not going to go around doing all that. I'm not. Right. But if I'm feeling somebody and, you know, I met them at a club or something like that, mm-hmm. I'll exchange numbers with them. And when they go home, I'll text and be like, hey, you know, I'm just going to keep it real. I'm trans. Mm-hmm. If you choose to deal with it, that's fine. If you don't, that's fine too. I don't have to kiss your ass or nothing like that right. because it's plenty of men out here that know what's up and they still on it. So if you're not with it, that's fine. I've had some men be like, oh, that's not my thing. But then they double back around like a week or two later and it's their thing. <laughs> or I've had some men be like, oh, no, I'm cool on that. I'd be like, all right, that's fine. Ooh. I've had men that once I tell them, they'd be like, wow, you you sure? I'm like, how am I not sure if I'm telling you? I'm being honest. Like, you know, I've had... I've never had like super bad experiences with that, mm-hmm. but I've always had like a good experience. I'm not gonna lie, it's been times where I didn't took it further. I might mm-hmm. have sucked a little dick here and there. <laughs> I just sucked a little dick. 
lot about being on my period or some <laughs> shit, you know? Because I just be like, fuck this. I'm just going to live in the moment. Shit, it is what it is. I'll okay. probably never see this motherfucker again. Especially on vacation. <laughs> yeah, on vacations. I'm not going to lie. I didn't did it a couple of times. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't expect nothing from that. I'm not fit to be your woman. I'm not fit to be none of that. Like, we just don't like how grown people do. They fuck around. It is what it is. It's not like you were going to know. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But I've done my little fair share of that. But most of the time, Which I'm very... Yeah, and I'm I'm very honest about me being trans if I'm into somebody because nowadays it's not, I mean, it's more acceptable, but it's still people that's not really going to be open with that. Those Bible thumpers. Uh-huh. It's as we call. Yeah. <laughs> what God said. And then be the main ones. Please leave me alone. Let me live my life. They be the main ones. Let me, let me see something, baby. <laughs> I'll be like, oh my goodness. <laughs> I've been blessed today. So, yeah. Do you feel... Ooh. Sorry, y'all. We've been sleeping, sleeping, sleeping and watching We're All Dead or something on Netflix. I know it's bum as hell. Do you feel it's hard to find real love or even be in a relationship? Or even be in a relationship like being a special lady? I do. It's very hard for us. Um, you know, it's a lot of men that's not comfortable with themselves. Uh-huh. And they'll, they'll say whatever they can do to get your attention. They'll sell you a dream. Oh, I'm open. I'm this and that. Or, oh, I don't care what anybody thinks. But mm-hmm. then there's a lot of men that are open and stuff like that. But you still have to be careful with them. Because just like with cisgender, which is, you know, mm-hmm. born genetic females. So when we say cisgender, that's what that means. Um, Just like cisgender women go through men being dogs. We also deal with men that could be open and still be dogs. Like... They 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 want to fuck with me, then they want to fuck with my homegirl, and you know I run into a lot of problems with a lot of men that say they like trans women, and it'll mm-hmm. turn me off. And I know I shouldn't be like that because mm-hmm. I'd be like, no, to I want to be the talking trans woman. You know, <laughs> like I don't need you sitting up here trying to fuck. Like once they like you, I don't know what it is, but they have some type of fantasy of being gang banged by a bunch of trans women Ooh. or they try to talk to your homegirls and stuff like that that are trans. I'm just like, why am I not enough? For you to just, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, it's fine that you're a trans-attracted trans man. But damn, why you got to be a dog at that? You know, there's some good ones. We have some that fight for us and that only want to be with, like, just one woman. But it's hard to really come into those because they're so rare. So when I do come, into, uh, come in contact with a man that's trans-attracted and he's, like, into me... It makes me feel so much better because I'm like, you know, this is a good man. It's been slim to none, but I've I've had, I've met a couple of real men like that. But it's hard for us to find love because a lot of men are scared to be with us. They they want to be with us, but they don't want to be with us publicly. Right. And that's not fair to us. We're out here living our life being, you know, unapologetically us. And her, you are still scared of your mama finding out. You're scared of your homeboys finding out. Ooh, you scared of your daddy finding out. You scared of the church finding out. You right. scared of your coworkers to find out. And just anybody in the world to where, you know, it's like, you want to be with me, but what are you doing? Which leads to sex workers charging men because it's like, why if you're going to play with me, mm-hmm. you're going to pay to play. Because right. you're not going to waste my time and make me feel used up after you then came and sold me a dream. You know what I mean? Right. So, 
So we so question eight was basically like basically what you just said. Mm-hmm. Why do you feel most guys want to hide or not be seen with special lady? Do you think it's their insecurity they're not comfortable with their sexuality? Which you basically just answered. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna take a what they call a pause for the cause. So basically, what what you know, just from us having our conversation, you doing the interview. I just feel like hearing your story, we're all the same women. We all go through the same things. Like what you said about dating, that's us too. What you said mm-hmm. about sex, that's us too. Some men, you just hit it and quit it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, et cetera. It's all, we're all the same women mm-hmm. from what I'm gathering. Mm-hmm. You know, just want to put that out there. Like, it's not really a, that much of a big of a difference. Mm-hmm. Is it that you have a special lady part that we don't have? And a longer clip. <laughs> It's hidden. <laughs> and what about it? Like, you know, it's 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 not giving me any different vibe. Mm-hmm. And I can't I'm waiting to the rest of it. So we're gonna finish the interview. But it's just not I had to write it in my notes so I forgot it while you was talking. <laughs> yeah. I'm, like, I'm not really getting a different vibe. Like maybe because, you know, I'm in that world, you mm-hmm. know. This is my sister and I care about her and I love her. Maybe I'm getting a different vibe from it, but that's why I wanted to do the interview so you guys can come a little more into the world and see what's really going on and how they really feel and what's going through their mind. It's really no different. They're all we're all the same damn woman. Right. Like, <laughs> what is the difference? Because every woman is different in some type of way. Exactly. Okay, so we are at, we answered the eight. What is it like being a part of the LGBTQIA now, as they say? Well, I just say LGBTQ community. Right, because I don't know all this shit either. And I'm going to keep it funky fresh with y'all. I'm on the business that pays me. I don't know none about all that extra. But being a part of the LGBTQ whatever community, um, it's been cool. But to be honest, I don't really live that life. Mm-hmm. So I can't really speak on it. My younger self, yes. Mm-hmm. I was in it. I had a whole bunch of gay friends. Mm-hmm. I had um I had friends that I went through certain stuff with mm-hmm. and it is it's crazy because all those people that I went through all that stuff with, I'm not friends with anymore. Or I do know some of them, mm-hmm. but we don't talk like that. Right. It's not like what it was. I went through so much messy shit with that. But I'm not gonna say that they're they're wrong. You know, mm-hmm. everybody's going through certain stuff. But I noticed that being um being around that, I I can honestly say I didn't really have the gay male friends to protect me uh-huh. when stuff went on. I was more so always having to protect them. Uh-huh. And being around them, I endured so much drama because I was always having their backs instead of uh-huh. them having mine. Right. And, um, you know, I'm like, shit, I'm trans. Like, mm-hmm. when I have a problem with a dude, you supposed to, you know, y'all being my Step gay up. brothers, y'all shit. need to be knocking these niggas' heads off. Y'all <laughs> see it all the time with these other, like, if you see mm-hmm. other trans women with their friends and stuff mm-hmm. like that, they gay brothers or whatever have they back and be like, you not touching my sister. I, you know, I've I've went through that with certain people and they weren't even my friends, but mm-hmm. they stepped up for me because they're like, this a whole girl. Like, you're not going to do this, you mm-hmm. know? But being in that type of world, it can be good, you know, because a lot of them don't have their family like I did. I have my real family. Mm-hmm. I have my extended family. Mm-hmm. And then it was like I had a gay family, but my gay family didn't really 
fulfill their purpose. Right. If that makes sense. So, uh, what's the name of the show? Pose. Pose. Like pose. They it have was, families. Yeah. Like in Pose. That was something that was definitely gay family material. But I feel like the reason I didn't get to experience this because mm. I was in Oklahoma. Right. You get what I'm saying? In Oklahoma City, it was a whole... Just well, I can't say Oklahoma City <coughs> because it was all Oklahoma. It was Tulsa, Okmulgee. Mm-hmm. It was like all those different places. I didn't really get to experience the whole family side of that. Like mm-hmm. it was cool, it was fun, but it wasn't like these people from Dallas to Atlanta to Houston. Okay, so it was a whole different ball. Yeah, place. New York, Ooh, Chile. um, New York, Chicago, like. Their gay families stick together regardless of what they went through. Mm. You know, some may fight each other, but they'll mm. be right back cool. Like, that's my bro- my brister, <laughs> brother, whatever, you know. But we didn't have that in Oklahoma. And because Oklahoma is such a toxic place, mm-hmm. sorry, got to keep it real. <laughs> it is toxic with within the straight community and the LGBTQ, you know, mm-hmm. et cetera. Um, it just wasn't that. It it just you know if you look at Oklahoma now they have no gay families. Mm-hmm. That shit died when certain people died or when certain people moved away. It was just like non-existent. It was over. Oklahoma yeah. really don't even have a gay scene like that. The white people do. They have a parade. They, the white like, the, the yeah. white the white people do. Mm-hmm. But the black people they really don't have what we used to have back then. We used to have the gay rides and all that. We had all this stuff that they that we used to have that we don't have anymore. Right. So, mm. Well, I repeat to that. <laughs> Do you hate when women say that you are not a real woman or that you will never be a real woman? I don't hate it. But years ago, I did. Mm-hmm. It used to make me feel some type of way. It used to hurt my feelings. I felt like that was like the biggest dig. Like, damn, like, why y'all being weird to me? <laughs> <laughs> but like, I expect it now. Mm-hmm. I expect it. But to be honest, I haven't had that said to me in a really long time. Because I went beyond and proved to all these bitches and these men that, you know, I'm here. I ain't going nowhere. And I fought to be who the fuck I wanted to be. You're not going to take that from me. Being a woman is not about having a pussy or a vagina. That That's a female. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Being a woman is about making motherfucking sacrifices. <laughs> 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 no, nah, but being a woman is being like doing what you need to do. Stepping it up. Making mm-hmm. things come, come through. Mm-hmm. Making ends meet. Doing what you need to do as a woman. Sometimes you got to do a lot more than mm-hmm. what the average is doing. You get Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Women make things happen. And that's just what it is. Like Mm -hmm. where men lack and they may feel like, oh, a woman can't do this. We have. Mm -hmm. Women have overcame so much. Women go to work. Women come home and clean. Women cook. Mm -hmm. Women take care of everything that's going on. You know, pay them bills, everything. Like, women do a lot. They have children. They take care of their children. Regardless of what's going on, They, you know, it don't matter what it is. A woman is going to always come through. Right. I think, like, everybody's version of a woman is different because we're all our own different women. Like, me, I think it's about being soft and sensitive and, Mm -hmm. you know, genuinely and nurturing and stuff like that. Just mm-hmm. getting to be who I am as a woman. I don't mm-hmm. have to step up and play that male role. You exactly. Know? Like everybody's version of a woman it's is different. different. So, mm-hmm. you know, I get that. Mm-hmm. Um, 
how does it make you feel when other women outside of special ladies are genuinely nice to you when they find out? It makes me feel really good. Like, <laughs> like it's been times where I didn't cry because I'll be like, damn, like, where you been all my life? You know, <laughs> because when you genuinely meet a woman that's not judging you or mm-hmm. that's, you know, that sees you as the woman you are. And y'all could even have a disagreement. Mm-hmm. You being my sister, we didn't have plenty of disagreements. What you like? And you ain't never was like, with your man ass or you 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 motherfucking wannabe, you know, that stuff that people would be angry and nasty and say, mm-hmm. you've never done that. Even when people tried to be funny, you corrected mm-hmm. them when we were not even speaking. Because I can't, um, I can't, it's not that I can't unsee it because like, just a, just a, just a little funny fact, we used to date. <laughs> I mean like, date, date for like almost two years. Yes. Um, I always seen you as a woman before you even seen yourself as a woman. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, that's that's kind of weird, but it's not weird to me. Mm-hmm. So I can't just Ooh, see. Ooh, because honey, you knew I didn't know shit about nothing. <laughs> I was sitting up there trying to do certain shit. <laughs> you was like, you can't do that. I was like, why not? Let's do this. You know? From the hairdoing to the nails. Just everything. everything. <laughs> you, you, and then you, you went through, you went through and you seen... Mm-hmm. And the funny fact is that <laughs> when I started transitioning, me and her were not even like speaking. Mm-hmm. We were not speaking. And then it was like my my leg had got broken around the year yeah. that um that I was transitioning and we ended up having a conversation. We started speaking again. Mm-hmm. And then when the, um she you you ended up moving to Oklahoma City around what, twenty thirteen? Yeah. That's when April you know, yeah, you did my hair and some more, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, she's back, and we got to experience all that. So she got to experience me being three years in mm-hmm. in person. You know what I'm saying? And she never judged me for nothing. Like it, it was crazy. We went places and did shit, and you know. No, but like like I said, nobody knew that I was trans. Right. But you know, of course, when people get to talking, being like, "Oh yeah, you know, so and so," and blah blah blah. So when certain people will come around, they'll try to like study me and try to check mm-hmm. me out. Like, oh okay, she's this, and oh she 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 got you know. Oh okay, <laughs> what's, what uh, what's a what's a clock? I hear a lot of special ladies say, "Oh that bitch clocked me. She know what it is." Oh yeah. It, okay, okay, so being clocked is when people find, like, they, they know or feel mm-hmm. deep in them, like, this bitch is trans or this bitch <laughs> is a fucking something's going on. So, like, look, I remember when we had moved out here in 2013. and the 14. first Uh-uh, remember we came at the end and then we left. in 14 and then I came back in 16. Sister, we came down here. Around November or somewhere in 2013, because remember we was here for a couple of months and we had to go back to. Oklahoma. No, it's 14. So let me tell you why. We came back in 2014. No, we came back in 20 in 2016 before I actually moved here. Let me tell you why. In 2016, moved, we came back to stay with Queen. My first year, no, that was she yeah. ain't gonna never give in. I'm, I'm telling, telling y'all, y'all now. I'm so stubborn. Listen, I, I know. Clark, I got I got pictures right now. I got now pictures that I can too. Pull up. From April 2013, that's when I very first went to Oklahoma. I stayed my first yeah, year you did. I without that. coming to visit. So it was 2014 because I had just got, actually it was yeah 2014 or 15 because I had just got my taxes back. And I remember I was spending some little time with Marquise and then I came and was like, sister, we going to Oklahoma. Are you going? You like, yeah, I had to get that um, motor mount fixed on my transmission. 
with the little lion bastards in Oklahoma, Edmond, Oklahoma, mm-hmm. the little bitch trying to be five twenty five for a goddamn to put my um what is it motor mount on? They don't they did wrong for that shit. I ain't know I'm a woman. I ain't know. And so that's how I remember. This okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you my version. What the reason I say that is because we left at the ending of 2013 because mm-hmm. all that stuff was going on with Marquise or whatever. And so, was I supposed to say their name? I don't give a fuck about no name. Okay, my bad. They know who so, we, I, we left 2013, the ending of it, mm-hmm. and then came back 2014. Because when we came back, remember? Right, 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 because the snowstorm. The sto- that was 2014. Yeah. So. And so, at the, when we that came back 2014, remember, you you was doing all that stuff, and you was, you was like, bitch, I'm riding the bus and stuff. You can't ride with me. And then I was over there. I ended up with Josie, and we mm. went to Miami that year. Remember? All right, all right. Because <clears throat> remember, I was still orange, bitch. I was still orange. <laughs> Y'all, my makeup was so fucked up. It was orange. She wasn't really orange it per se. Like orange listen, as hell and dusty. It was. It was back then. It's just like it's just like the nineties for us. Like back then, <laughs> that's when no one can really tell. Bitch, she was a hot commodity. Period. Point blank. <laughs> so now it's like she's Bogata. If you um use Julia, bitch, you know what we're talking about. <laughs> so now she's on point. But on either point, way on it goes, point. she's always been beautiful. Don't know. Thank you. So you try. Thank you. But, but you yeah, just gotta like, know. But, but uh, yeah. But back it. to the clock. My bad. <laughs> a clock is when you see a trans woman, you like, mm-mm, I already know what that little baby is or what's going on. You know, um, I I never really was like super clocky. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna say that people didn't clock me because certain people did. They was it was like, one mm-hmm. time before and she was a trans woman, so and, no. And it was uh it was uh Felicity Noir. She's so beautiful. She is, she's so pretty and so cool and never heard. We we went to the U bar and she was like, hey, <laughs> hey. And I'm like, why this bitch pops like poking me? Because I didn't even know she was trans because she looked so good. And um she was like, you know, when you fully take your transition, go, you know, serious, and you go into, you are gonna be everything. And I looked at her like, why this big bitch? <laughs> like, I was, so I said, sister, this bitch clocked me. I ain't never had nobody clock me when I went out. This bitch clocked she me, did. but she knew, she knew because she was a special girl herself. Mm-hmm. And I didn't even. She was so beautiful. She was chocolate pretty. Y'all know I love chocolate women. The way so. that she was genuine about it was it. She was real me. sweet. And so, like a year later, when I like started looking even better i seen her because her videos start going viral and i wrote her on facebook mm-hmm. and was like hey i remember you i don't know if you remember me you clocked <laughs> me at the uber i thought you were being shady but you were being so sincere and sweet and she was like oh my god i remember you you look so good and i was like yes you know like that made me feel good that another girl like me you know mm-hmm. took that and you know i i've had to be that way like i've clocked other girls but mm-hmm. it, it don't be because they ugly it's because mm-hmm. i know what to look for right like when I was in California, mm-hmm. it was one in the uh she was in the elevator with me. First of all, her body I'm sorry. I know when you get <laughs> surgery, you know. Her body was surged, but mm-hmm. she had a nice body. And I looked at her and I said, Uh, you doing good, sister? I said, I'm just like you. And she said, Girl, shut the fuck up. And I was like, Yes. I said, I'm trans. And she was like, Girl, you is real fish. My mom said, Thank you. And like we we you know, we talked for a little bit and she was like, How long you up here for? And I was like, just a couple of days. I'm just up here working. She was like, Me too. And I was like, Okay, well, you know, if I'm here and you you know, we can kick it, whatever. She was like, All right, cool. You know, it's just certain things that 
I can see uh-huh. that other people don't see. And it's right. not that they're like imperfections or anything you like go that. Through it before. Yeah, like I've been through them and I've seen certain things. Like it's some women that are trans that I've met and I would not even know. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? You you can't just always know, but just from me being a part of that world, a right. lot of the times we know before other, other people, people know. know. Like my sister Sweetie. She got a gay radar, gay radar out this motherfucking world. Oh, she know when everybody gay. Ooh, she like, <laughs> she be like, he gay. I be like, dang. Ooh, she like, I'm a bad bitch. Right. <laughs> That's the inside, I'm y'all. Screaming. My bad. <laughs> Oh Lord! Ooh, Ooh, this is us—the reality of it. Oh, baby, is it be something wrong and real on this show? I'm trying to tell y'all. <laughs> oh, they gotta stop. Okay, so do you think this is a phase in your life? Do you think this is just something that you're going through? This is my life. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't no phase, baby. This is my life. This is me. I, I feel like you know when people be like, "Oh, I was born for this. I was born for this." I don't know. I can't say what my purpose is right now. You know what I'm saying? But a lot of people have came to me and was like, you're, been, you've been, you're my inspiration. Just from you being you and how you, you, you put your foot down. You went to go do all the things that you had to do to be the woman that you want to be. And I did. I had to. You know? And your transition never stops. It's always going to keep going regardless. People think that, oh, okay, once I get my surgery and do this, you know, I'm done with my transition. No, you transition every day. You're you're not going to be the same. Your body might change. Your ways of thinking might change. Like, it never stops. So, I was born for this shit. And that's it. That's all. Can't nobody stop me and make me change or do none of that. What's the hardest thing about being the special lady? The hardest... The hardest thing, I'm trying to, I'm going to give it to you. Look, I'm trying to think. I think the hardest thing is that sometimes we do face dysphoria and stuff like that. Not everybody, but I can't speak for everybody. But I know I do sometimes. Like, I never really think of it like that. But I think the hardest look, I'm talking in circles. I'm sorry, y'all. Just be straight. Um, Just only speak from your point of view. You said the hardest thing about going through this? No, the hardest thing about you being a special lady. I think the hardest thing about me being a special lady, like being trans, is just, you know, I don't accept, I I, I don't expect approval from anybody, but Mm -hmm. some people may seek validation. Mm -hmm. I don't seek that shit. I got it validated in my mind. You can't tell me nothing. You're a man. I'm like, no, no, I'm a woman. Like, what you mean? Like, bitch, you just mad because my clip bigger than yours. Like, that's it. Like, I'm not going. I don't know. It's it's nothing really too hard. I think the hardest thing is that if you don't have everything put together, mm-hmm. then people are going to are going to come at you. Okay. Or try to, you know, or you may feel like the world is against you, but it's really not. It's a mm-hmm. lot of people. I heard it love me and all that. Mm-hmm. And I had to see that for myself. But um, it, I can't speak on what's too hard because it's some people that don't have a family at all. I, mm-hmm. I, I was blessed to have my family. My family supported me. Mm-hmm. You know, when they get mad at me, they don't be like, oh, you little nigga bitch or nothing <laughs> like that. Like, they just be like, stupid bitch or like just everything that right. regular people go through. Like, that bitch get on my nerves, but we end up talking again. You know, that's family. Your family gonna always be your family. But right. a lot of a lot of trans women aren't blessed to have a family. Like, 
I have a homegirl, Samia. You know the one that yeah. had the surgery. Samia's family don't fuck with her. Uh-huh. Only certain parts of her family fuck with her, but her mama and all of them don't fuck with her. So, like, I've had other trans girls be like, you're blessed to have your family and your mm-hmm. family. They fuck with you. They include you in everything. Y'all do stuff, like, you know, and I'm yeah. like, I am blessed, you know, because I don't know what it feel like to no. not have my family. They get on my nerves and I don't want to be around them sometimes, mm-hmm. but I have my family, you yeah, know. You stepped out on it and said, this is who I am. And yeah. You accept it or you don't accept it. Yeah. I basically was like, y'all going to accept this shit. And if y'all don't, oh, the fuck well, I can move on without y'all. And right. that's not how they did me, you know. Mm-hmm. So, I don't, I don't really feel like anything is just hard. Mm-hmm. I feel like. I just feel how I feel. That's it. <laughs> I guess. Okay, so we said, what are some of the things that go through your mind when you enter into the outside world? Outside of your home? I used to be worried and feel like, is this person clocking me? Do they know? <laughs> Do they know? It used to be on my mind heavily. Now, I don't really care. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, mm. And I'd be forgetting that I'm trans. So, <laughs> then when people ask certain shit, I'd be like, huh? And I'd be like, oh. But, like, um... When I leave every day, I just be want to have a good day. And I just be like, I hope I don't run into no bullshit or anything that's going to fuck up my day. Like, it, it, it's never really a constant like, oh, is this person going to know? Mm-hmm. Is this person going to know? But I used to I used to battle with that a lot. Like, oh. But, I mean, I do be trying to make sure I look good because <laughs> I be like, sister, how I look? Like, what's going on? But then... You know, I ask anybody that just because I be like, I just don't want to do my makeup wrong. To where, and it's not because I'm trying not trying to be clocked. I don't want to do my makeup and then my makeup end up looking like too dramatic. Because some people be having dramatic ass makeup every day looking like drag queens. And I'm just like, I don't want to walk around looking angry or crazy in the face. <laughs> but it's different so, for you because you don't have to wear makeup. Yeah, I don't have to. Exactly. And it's like. I don't have to wear it, but even if I wear you it, who you are, you I don't want to. I just don't want to do my makeup, and I be looking like I got too much cake on. Yeah. But like when I walk out naturally and stuff like that, of course I still get the "Hey, ma'am, how you doing, ma'am?" I never Ooh. get no "What the fuck is that?" <laughs> like I, I, what the fuck is that? Like I don't get that. Honestly, I've been around some people that you know, and. He, he ain't said nothing oh, yeah. to me. Girl. He he still be looking like you know. He be like, "You all right, sister?" I be like, "I'm good." Like friend, yeah. you know. So it's like I you know. It's a lot of people that don't know until I tell them. Mm-hmm. You have to remember, I'm not in Oklahoma right now. If I'm mm-hmm. in Oklahoma, people have discussed me because. Not to toot my own horn, but I'm one of the baddest in Oklahoma that's a trans woman and woman in general. So when people say charisma, they be like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah." (laughs) You know, who's the baddest trans in Oklahoma? They gonna say charisma. They be like, she's not here anymore, but charisma is the one, you know. They got little baby ones and young ones now that's actually doing something and looking good. Shout out to Dasani. Girl, do your thing. (laughs) But all the other ones look a little monsterish. So it's like, you know... We don't have to ask if you fear for your safety because you answered that already. Mm-hmm. But, do, like, but outside of the questions. You could have asked that. What? Do you fear for, for your safety? Mm-hmm. I don't fear for my safety. I didn't travel and did certain things. You know what I'm saying? I'm a foot model, etc. So, like, I've had to travel and do business and I meet these men and I don't be fearing for my life. I'm cool. Um, Even when I'm, like, 
pussy stunting, I don't really fear for my life because <laughs> I'm just like, I've, I've done this so many times to where I don't really care. There's only been one time I feared for my life. And you know <laughs> the experience I'm talking about because you was with yes. me. And I thought I was going to take my heels off and go to town on somebody's head. I was like, ooh, these niggas about to jump me. Like, but really, these niggas was walking around me, checking me out and some old shit. And was like, you like fine. Her. She thick. She, she thick. She fine. You fine. I'm like, ooh, he going to be mad. And, uh, they used to be my little boo But still wanted it, though. But, but still right. And so it was just like, I never really, other than that, I never really had no scary instances and stuff like that mm-hmm. like it's been times where I, we've been together remember when um we went to that i hop and uh it was me you jacob and, oh yeah uh, yeah 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 and yeah and quite and that dude was like y'all fine and blah, blah blah he was like you got the face and she got the body i said damn <laughs> he just called this bitch ugly but you know like he was just like we was like, I don't know how it came Joseph's, up. Joseph's um, brother. Yeah, yeah. And so I don't know how it came up, but he was just like, yeah, uh, some of these niggas be, uh, they be trannies. And I, I don't know. I said, but why would you? He was like, I couldn't have no family member of mine be no fucking trans. I fucking beat their ass. I said, but why would you do that? I said, it's been people that you won't even know this trans. He was like, hell no. I think I would know if I was in front of a tranny or not. And then question said, I'm a training. He was like, no, you're not. She was like, uh, yeah. And I said, what if I was one? He said, but you're not. He was like, why y'all playing with me? Like, y'all playing. And I've gotten it a lot to where dudes be like, you know, you tall because, you know, I'm 5'11", but mm-hmm. they still be like, it's tall women in this world. It's women taller than me. This women is 6'3", six, 6'0", six all that. I'm so glad that I wasn't 6'0". I'm 5'11". <laughs> I'm 6'0", in some heels. But, you know, I'm glad that I wasn't that tall. But it, didn't, it doesn't bother me being tall. <laughs> Because I like my long legs. I like when I walk into a room and people look up and see me and be like, who the fuck is this big bitch? Big mama coming in here. You see it. Then when they see my face and they see, you know, the frame, it's took time for it. So, I don't have no issues. I ain't scared for my life. That's one of the things that I don't understand. People be like, oh, because she has facial hair and she has this and she's tall. A lot of women are tall. Mm-hmm. A lot of women have facial hair from PCOS and endometriosis. Yep. Like, I your probably, gr- I probably your, didn't say that your E-word granny, right. Your granny be yeah. having a little peach fuzz. I, I probably didn't say that E-word right, but still. Like, we have that. I pluck mm-hmm. my chin hair, wax, and shave my beard every weekend. You know, I have a vagina, so... Listen, Again, what is the difference? I done went and did laser, electrolysis, and all that. So, it's like... I, I love that. Because... I ain't got. I can wake up to a nigga. He can rub my face. <laughs> he ain't got to rub no no hairs or nothing. Peach I'm like, cousins. yeah, right. It's not there. My but husband can't say that right now because he be rubbing the peach fuzz. But just there. I'm fucking screaming. Oh, do Bowie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dead. Uh, I was about to say. Okay, so do you feel like? Do you feel like you don't matter in this world? I feel like I matter. I'm a oh. goddess. I'm going I'm going always put that out there and you know put it into existence. I know I matter. Mm-hmm. But there's times where depression comes in mm-hmm. and which we all have mm-hmm. and sometimes I feel like I don't matter. You know, mm-hmm. sometimes I may get sad, but it be momentarily. It don't be like all the time. It be like maybe I'm in a dark place in my life. Or I'm I'm down about something. I mm-hmm. start feeling like I don't matter. Nobody loves me. <laughs> What's that duck on uh, Tom and Jerry? I don't know. They don't love me. <laughs> I'm ugly. I 
you know, so I, I, you know, there comes times where that happens, but it's not really a lot because I really think so much of myself. I, mm-hmm. I love myself, even my imperfections. I'm like, ooh, this is. Ugh, I need to do this. I need to do that. But still, I wake up and I deal with it. You mm-hmm. know, I'm like, hmm, okay, and you know, it is what it is. So yeah. So, do you wish you would have? Do you wish you would have became a special agent earlier than you did? I do. I do, but, okay, I do only because I feel like, I feel like my childhood would be even more litter (laughs) than what it already was, you know what I'm saying? You know how we would, we would have walked around like, fuck them hoes, (laughs) like, you know, and and it never stopped anything because I was very feminine before I had transitioned, Mm -hmm. and um, it was just like, people always thought I was a, uh, a female anyway so it's like I don't feel like anything was wrong or would have been wrong I feel like it would have made things better I feel like I would have accomplished a lot more that I wanted to do with me being a trans woman mm-hmm. I feel like I would have got things done sooner than you know waiting right. if that makes sense but I mean it is what it is it makes sense right but I do I do feel like everything happens for a reason so I did what I, you know, the right time it, it happened for me like it should have happened. Okay, one second. Okay, so guys, we're going to have to do a part two because y'all know we only get 60 minutes. I know, I know, I know, but we'll be right back. I'm going to cut it real quick. I'm going to take a smoke break because y'all not going to have my nicotine because baby, I'm going to die without it. <laughs> but anywho, so this is KS and Tangie and we'll be right back.